Do we put all the chips in the middle of the table? Should the Minnesota Wild make a big deadline trade? Should they stay with the group that's gotten them this far? We debate the merits of both scenarios as we talk trade deadline today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, Wild fans, into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen every day. And just as a reminder, Locked On Wild is free and available wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we talk trade deadline with the Minnesota Wilds having two options. Either go in with an addition, put the chips in the middle of the table, or stand with the group that has gotten them this far. We debate both scenarios, both options, as uh, we start to look ahead to what the Wild have in store the rest of the way. My name is Seth Topal, host of Lockdown Wild, veteran Minnesota sports content producer with over a decade's worth of experience covering your favorite Minnesota sports teams. And uh, we bring you in on a Wednesday edition of Lockdown Wild. You get two episodes here today. Uh, We'll talk about what's coming up in today's bonus episode uh, a little later on. But we're talking trade deadline here today because this has been something that uh, is no stranger to Minnesota sports teams, the go-all-in mentality or the stick-to-your-guns-and-stay-with-the-group-that-has-gotten-you-this-far approach. Got to give a shout-out to Hockey Wilderness as uh, they had an article earlier this week that um, kind of piqued my interest into this topic. And uh, so we'll take a look at uh, if the Wild were to go all-in and some of the pros and cons to that approach. We'll also take a look at if the Wild do really nothing at the deadline, and uh, we'll take a look at the uh, pros and cons of that approach as well, because as the uh, Wild currently sit, um, they are in the first wildcard spot in the Western Conference, but expected to hop back up into one of those divisional spots uh, in the playoffs. So the, uh, the Wild have some options to, uh, to try to bolster their team as they uh, gear up for a postseason push. Um, let's start off with the potential for the Wild to go all in. Let's say they do go and, uh, and make a big move. Now, some of the names, this will be another episode entirely. I know we spent a, uh, a full episode um, in 2021 debating the merits of going after a guy like uh, Claude Giroux, who should squarely be in the Minnesota Wilds' sights if they want to upgrade uh, one of their center spots because the Flyers just lost for the 13th straight game. So Philly is definitely going to be selling at the deadline, and uh, Giroux could be had uh, if he agrees to a trade, wanting to try to, uh, to give himself a chance at a Stanley Cup run before his current deal expires. Uh, There are other options out there. Of course, JT Miller, who we've talked about as well. Uh, You could go after the likes 
of uh, Tomas Hurdle from the San Jose Sharks. He is another name that uh, that is potentially out there. There is a fourth name that uh, regular contributor to Lockdown Wild, Zach Zeman, uh, had a tweet about earlier today from the Ottawa Senators uh, as uh, a possibility. If it if we were going to make a lesser trade, uh, you could uh, certainly go uh, for that option as well. So uh, we will be we'll be talking a lot of trade here uh, over the uh, the next couple of weeks. Chris Tierney of the Ottawa Senators, uh, the uh, the player who the Wild apparently have some interest in. So there are names. And uh, the Wild will have an opportunity, if they want to try to get one of those guys, to try to take that all-in approach. Now, some of the pros with the all-in approach is that, first and foremost, it's going to show that Bill Guerin believes in this group to be able to make a deep postseason run. And you could, as a result, get a little bit of a a boost to the locker room of, hey, Bill Guerin believes that uh, that we've got what it takes to get it done. So uh, let's go out there and prove him right. Now, that obviously is not a, I don't know if that's a super strong selling point um, to start because I don't know if you can increase the chemistry of this uh, locker room any more than it currently is. Um Mainly because the Wild have had so many guys that have uh, been called up to uh, to play in uh, in their first games um, of their NHL careers in the first games of this season. Now, flip side to that is this might be a case too is that the Wild are so used to um, new faces coming into the locker room that a big trade wouldn't necessarily rock the boat as we'll get to when we talk about the cons of this approach. Obviously, uh, a pretty notable trade that happened in 2016-2017 didn't end up panning out the way that the Wild hoped it would. But continuing with the pros, let's just say that uh, the spot that the Wild want to upgrade is the center spot on the Kevin Fiala line because the Kirill Kaprizov line with Kaprizov, Ryan Hartman, Matt Zuccarello, set, solid, don't touch it, don't mess with it. That line is playing incredibly good hockey right now. So leave that line alone. That's your top line. Just lock him in, let him go. You've got the Felino, Erickson Eck, Greenway line reunited. And uh, they've been playing good hockey since those line mates came back together. The fourth line had a resurgence in the game against the Canadians, which, yes, it is Montreal. So those two lines pretty set, which leaves Kevin Fiala, Matt Boldy, and Freddie Goudreau. No knock on Freddie Goudreau, but this is the spot in the lineup to upgrade because if the Wild do get a good center for this line, and this is why I've zeroed in on Claude Giroux, guy who is uh, really good at winning faceoffs and is a very, very gifted playmaker as a center. If you add a player of that caliber to that Fiala line and you 
waltz into the playoffs with two lines of that caliber, you become, I think, on par. I think you would have to be on par with the Colorado Avalanche in the Western Conference. Um, with two lines that the opponent legitimately has to try to figure out how to stop. Now, that's not to say that the Fiala line is is one that you completely ignore right now, but you add a third offensive playmaker, and then you turn that Erickson Eck line into your third line, you become juggernaut status. This is a great offense right now that would truly become uh, probably the best offense in hockey outside of the Colorado Avalanche. So there are certainly merits to going all in because this team really has few true holes on the roster at this point. So if you upgrade that center spot, you get Jonas Brodeen back. What is the weakness on this team at that current moment? It's probably probably the goaltending, but outside of that, I mean, I, and imagine going up against that in five-on-five, even-strength situations. It's just, it's a nightmare lineup. And you add a elite center that can be your second-line center behind Kaprizov, Hartman, and, uh, and Zuccarello. I, I don't know what to... Uh, I don't know what would be... Um, how you combat that. I'm literally lost for words as to how to, uh, to combat what that could potentially do for this lineup. So, pros gives a signal to the team that ownership thinks that they're capable... Of, uh, of going to, at the worst, the conference finals, maybe a trip to the Stanley Cup finals. You bolster an already deep lineup, third best lineup in the league, as of right now. You make it even more dangerous. So, as we currently sit, really not a whole lot um, to argue with in terms of pros. This, if you truly believe that this is a great Minnesota Wild team and you add a high-quality player to that mix, the sky is the limit. This is a team that I think can go toe-to-toe with anybody on any given night. So uh, the pros certainly uh, certainly leading at the moment, but uh, there are, of course, some cons that, uh, that come with a decision of that magnitude. So when we come back, we'll take a look at some of the cons to going all in here at the trade deadline. More to come on today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. 2022 in full swing, and if your New Year's resolutions include trying to eat a little healthier, trying to get yourself back in shape, may I present Built Bar, which is here to help you do it. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and I'm just going to go right ahead and say it tastes even better than any candy bar on the market. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Take a look at any candy bar out there. 
They typically have around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So that's a net win right there, is just switching from uh, your favorite candy bar to a Bilt Bar. And if you have those secret stashes of goodies through the house, in your car, at work, wherever, round it all up, give it to a friend of yours, or uh, or put it in the Halloween basket, and uh, fill those stashes with Bilt Bars, I guarantee you will not be disappointed. And if you head to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your order. So again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Continuing today's episode of Locked on Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Thank you once again for listening to each and every episode of Locked on Wild and making it your first listen every day. So we talked about the pros of going all in as a Minnesota Wild roster. And uh, there were a couple of really big ones. On the con side, looking at where this Wild team is at right now, looking at what they are going to be up against next season, and looking at how close to ready some of the prospects are in the system already are, that is, I think, the biggest con to going all in at this point is that you run the risk of missing out on a player or two that can really help you out starting next season. Now, obviously, if you're making a list of players that are in the untouchable category... You know, you're going to put Marco Rossi on that list, I would imagine. Um, I'm going to put Jesper Wallstead on that list because, you know, you just got what can be your your ace goalie of the future. Short of Bill Guerin pulling the rug out from under everybody and going and acquiring a stud ace goalie, I I think you you absolutely have to leave Wallstead alone. And now we've seen many approaches throughout the entire history of Minnesota sports where opting to not make a trade. And I, for a good majority of my, uh, my sports viewing days, have been a huge Twins fan. So I have a ton of examples where if the Twins would have gone out and got a particular player that uh, they may have gone deeper into the playoffs, maybe even would have won a World Series by this point. The uh, the Cliff Lee lack of trade for Byron Buxton back in like 2009 uh, is one that really kind of sticks in my head as one that uh, that kind of irritated me that the Twins didn't play it aggressively and try to uh, to go out and you know really pull themselves into the driver's seat for uh, for the World Series. The Wilds have a pretty glaring example of a trade that uh, that did not go particularly well in Martin Hansel. And it's, you know, I, I went through and for a long time, I thought it was because Martin Hansel just tanked as soon as he got to Minnesota. He actually played pretty well. I mean, he had 13 points down the stretch, so it's not like he played particularly poorly. He did go ice cold in the uh, the series against the Blues, but to be fair, the entire team did. 
And so it, it was a lot that the Wilds gave up in that case. Um, they gave up a first-round pick. I think they gave up a second-round pick as well in a draft year back in 2017 that included. Now, there's no guarantee that they would have landed any of these guys, but uh, some of the names that uh, went in that 2017 draft uh, include the likes of Elias Patterson. Uh, you also have Nick Suzuki, who the uh, the Wild just saw um, with the Montreal Canadiens. You uh, also have a little further down the line at uh, at 26 in that first round, Jake Edinger, taken by the Dallas Stars. So there are some names in here of players who have uh, have panned out pretty nicely. Oh, and, and how could I forget? Arguably the uh, the biggest two names of that draft, Miro Heiskanen and Kale McCarr. Turned out pretty good. But, uh, you know, you go into the second round, and uh, a guy who gave Kirill Kaprizov a run for his money in the Calder race this past year, Jason Robertson went in the second round. And uh, the Wild did not have the benefit of those draft picks because of the Martin Hansel trade. So that is kind of a con as well is having to overpay and looking at some of these names that, uh, that will be available at the deadline, maybe um, JT Miller, potentially depending on if Vancouver is able to continue to kind of climb slowly up the hill back towards uh, respectability. I mean, they're not in dead last in the Pacific anymore. Uh, but, uh, and actually, how, how, I don't know how this is possible. Uh, they have the same amount of points as the Edmonton Oilers. So Vancouver, if they make some noise, they are, uh, they're only four points behind the Calgary Flames at this point in the Pacific, which is just, it's insane. So that could impact whether or not JT Miller is available, in which, in which case Claude Giroux, who has kind of become the, unofficial number one target for Locked on Wild. That's a name that'll be available. Uh, We look at uh, the one that was mentioned today in Chris Tierney. He doesn't really super move the needle for me, but again, a name that is going to be available um, should the Wild decide to, uh, to go get a center. But here's some of the other factors. Obviously with Giroux, he's a big name. He has, um, I think his salary cap hit is like $8.5 million um, this season. Obviously, you're not paying all of that. But the Wild don't have an unlimited supply of funds to be able to bring somebody in um, like that and stay under the salary cap. Now, they can make it work, but you're likely going to have to overpay because you're going to be bidding against a few other teams um, in the Western Conference to bring in a guy of that caliber. So you're going to have to overpay, and it's going to be for a guy that you're probably in Giroux, unless you re-sign him, you're probably only going to have him for the rest of the year. So you're going to have to give up a pretty good prospect to get him, and you're only going to have him for the rest of the season. Now, again, I stress, these are the cons which there's always a cost. 
there's always a cost anytime you're going to do anything to improve your team. So it's not me advocating necessarily for them to not do anything. We're just trying to find the other side of that coin. And that this these are some things that Bill Guerin is going to have to take into account when the Wilds get further down the line to the uh, the trade deadline. So I'm going to throw the Hansel PTSD out the window as a con. But uh, obviously overpaying could potentially be a concern um, because a ton of these guys are ready to go um, come next year, which is going to help the cap situation pretty pretty nicely. But... Overall, you know, you've got uh, a ton, you've got, you've got a handful of really good pros to making the trade, but you also have the cons as we, uh, as we talked about. And so uh, let's, let's go to a verdict. Let's, uh, let's finish out by talking about which approach I would like to see the team take um, to, uh, to finish out today's episode of Locked on Wild. We'll do that right after this. BetOnline.ag would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. BetOnline.ag remains your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action for 2022 and beyond. A new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website for you to sign up today. Plus, when you do, you'll receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON to get everything started. The NFL playoffs in full swing. The NBA, college basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC. Plus, everything all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games is up for grabs. So don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2022. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wilds. As I mentioned, we got a bonus episode coming later today because the debate, which has raged on through the offseason into this season, uh, it's time to, uh, to try to pick a side and see what the options are. Do we trade Kevin Fiala? Do we trade Matt Dumba? Do we hang on to both? That has been a topic that's uh, kind of starting to get some steam as well, so... Uh, We'll stay on the trade topic, and uh, that'll be your bonus episode coming up later here today. Just moving now, we've heard the the opening arguments from both sides of the coin. To make a move or to, um, to just stand pat. I mean, as, as we talk about it, this wild team is a very good one and has been built on some great chemistry and uh, they have been able to withstand a mighty amount of injuries with uh, some great prospects down in Iowa that have been able to come up and, uh, and play some big minutes. So some of the players returning from injury can be looked at as uh, pre-trade acquisitions. For instance, Matt Boldy coming back into the lineup and he has played like just he's played like he's a, a five-year vet since he uh, came into the lineup and so that's a guy that you didn't have at the start of the season worked his way back in could in a roundabout way look at that as a trade uh, plus getting back 
the likes of Jewel Eric's neck. Granted, he only missed three games. Uh, Jared Spurgeon back. Going to get Jonas Brodeen back here hopefully this week. So you could look at those as uh, acquisitions as well back into the lineup. But uh, this is a team, you know, without any deadline deals at this point. Still uh, the third best statistical offense in the NHL. And so obviously they're doing something right as it currently sits. 13 empty net goals on the season. Uh, They're never out of a game. And so do you upset that if you're Bill Guerin? Do you try to add a different dynamic to a team that has already been uh, so successful this season? Second in the Western Conference in points percentage, uh, despite all of the uh, the postponements and all of the uh, the games in hand that the Wild have on the rest of the teams in the uh, in the division. Do you do something that could potentially upset that chemistry? Well, I think we uh, we laid out some uh, potential reasons that you would um, earlier on in the show, and so we'll finish today's first episode with me officially going on record. And with the way things have played out this year, with the fact that I think if you look at the standings, I think there are truly two teams in the Western Conference that are currently better than, on par or better than, the Minnesota Wilds. The Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche. I, I think the Wild are every bit as good as the St. Louis Blues. I think the Wild are better than the Nashville Predators. And so if you look at the fact that you have two teams that are potentially standing between you and the, the Stanley Cup final, you get two teams you got to get by. And I think if the Wild make a move to where you go from having a first line, a second line, and a... You you go from having, like, a first line, a 3A, and a 3B, to having a 1A, a 1B, and a third line. I think an acquisition to bolster the Fiala line would give this wild team an offense that is every bit as good as Colorado. And so I'm on record. I'm on record as saying, do it. Get Claude Giroux. Check in, check in with the content boys at Lockdown Sharks. See what it'll take to get uh, Tomas Hurdle. Um, I'm on record as saying, let's go for it. Why not? Because... You know, you've got the two teams that you have to try to get past in the Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, the Wild have gone toe-to-toe with Florida, toe-to-toe with the Lightning. They'll go toe-to-toe with the New York Rangers on Friday. They've gone toe-to-toe with the Penguins, toe-to-toe with the Bruins, toe-to-toe with the Capitals, and uh, will get a chance in the month of February, to go toe-to-toe with the Carolina Hurricanes. They've taken the best punches that the entire Eastern Conference can give, and the Wild have managed to pick up points in, uh, in most of those games. Let's go all in. 
let's uh, let's let Bill Guerin go get somebody big and uh, take this offense to the level that can the level that's going to get every single team in the Western Conference to uh, recreate the Bruce Arians gif where he snaps his neck to the side in a look of pure horror try to figure out what is going on further down the field. Well, what's going on further down the field is Bill Guerin putting his chips into the middle of the table. That's where we're going to leave it for today's episode of Locked on Wild. So again, thank you so much for listening here today. Thank you to all the listeners over the, uh, the last couple of weeks for making this truly a, uh, a a wonderful experience for me as host to um, to be able to come in and give you these episodes. You know, I do the bonus episodes because I truly enjoy to do it. And so we're going to continue to do that as long as everybody likes what they're hearing. I encourage any and all feedback. And uh, so we'll continue to, uh, to roll through the next couple of weeks here as the Minnesota Wild continue to roll through the schedule. Now that your first listen of the day is done, I encourage you to go find our bonus episode coming out later today as we dive into the Kevin Fiala-Matt Dumba trade debate. We'll set things straight as to which approach is best for the Minnesota Wild there. So make sure to follow along for that. Make sure to follow us everywhere. You listen to podcasts as well as on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. We are available everywhere, trying to keep you as up-to-date as possible on your favorite hockey team, the Minnesota Wild. Because if a puck drops or a trade drops in the state of hockey, Lockdown Wild has you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.